talk, the home of where the talking mm-hmm. is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again. Tiny table, big room, and it's just us today. Just the past us. couple weeks have been some noodle boy action. Noodle boy. Cody and Robert, but today it's just back to the old... The old, the old duo. Dance with the one who brought you. I didn't know where scenario. to go with that. I was like, what the are old, we? Who the old, are we? The OGs. The OGs. The OGs. Not sure what we're OGs of, but... I don't know. Uh, this is episode 48, is if I'm really? not mistaken. That's cool. Or maybe it's 49. Making nope. moves. I'm pretty sure it's 48. Cool. Episode... We've been doing this for almost an entire year. Have we really? I mean, 52 wow, weeks. Time 48. Flies. We spent... If we could just add one new viewer each week, we would have 48 viewers now. That is true. Mm, yeah. We're way behind. That's your job. <laughs> That's your job. As a good listener, you should be like, hey, go check out this podcast. As a good potty head. Oh, yeah. yeah for you for the ones that have been there the, since the beginning. should be sending this to your friends and your family and uh, your loved that's ones. it. I don't know who else. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to everybody. So, what's going on, bro? I've been thinking about it and I've been curious about it because I have noticed and it has seems like the metaverse is upon us. The metaverse. The, uh, I'm super nervous about the metaverse. The metaverse is happening, man. It's happening. And I think that it's happening Mark faster. Mark the Beast saying it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Putting it out the ear to ear <laughs> first. Here we go. Well, because I even noticed <laughs> like said, in here the... We go. <laughs> In the height of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we were virtual everything, digital yeah. everything, but we came across like digital church, man. Like we the, did. Like there, like <laughs> if it I was really funny if I watch. can find the clip, I'll insert it here. But if I can't, you know, just you can look it up on YouTube. And there's like this, I don't know if it's called like Meta Church or Digital Church, but they were in like a, a game. I think it's called like Rust. It looked like Minecraft. Yeah, it was very interesting. But they were having a legit church service. Church service. They were having church in like some building. But <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to make that person sit down. Yeah, he's like, oh nope, not that button. Nope, you're just like you. Nope. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but what I thought was interesting is after the church service had like a team deathmatch, like. <laughs> Just right. Let's pray and then fight. Amen. All right. Let's go. Let's go have a good time. <laughs> so good. I mean, just imagine like if Fortnite were able to get to the place to where it wasn't Virtual. like a, a time restricted place, you know, mm-hmm. to where it'd be like more open world. And yeah. You could just be like, all right, let's go meet up in a build somewhere and have church. Wow. That's wild, man. <laughs> That's just weird. But I, I think that my concern about the metaverse is I think. While it's cool in a lot of ways, I'm afraid that we're going to lose touch of reality. Well, and yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, we can't do that. And the technology yeah. is bad, you know, because I think it's good, and I think you can use it like this digital church way. Absolutely. You know, I think that it is a supplement. I mm-hmm. hope and pray that it's not you know, the standard by any means, but you know, in, in some ways, it could help people. But I think that. As technology's going, I've seen some where it's like the 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 virtual reality and the graphics are getting so good that they it almost good. looks like legit real. Here's the thing. You know, I go all the way back to the very beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis when God created Adam. And then like he was pleased with everything except for one detail. And that was that Adam was by himself. Mm. And he's like, this is the first time God ever said it's not, not good. good. Yeah. Right. And he's like, it is not good for man to be alone. And then coming out of the pandemic, we have seen, and this is just pure data, suicide rates have skyrocketed. Mental health is a big issue right now. Mental health is a big issue. And they are saying that it is directly connected to isolation Mm -hmm. and being by yourself. Well, and it's so bad now that people are, 
they're they're missing out on en- social human interaction, mm-hmm. but yeah. at the same time, they've been closed off for so long they have anxiety about even being with people. Wow! So it's it's almost like a two-edged sword, or, or I don't even really know, darned if you do, darned if you don't yeah, type of thing. Yeah, it's like a you know? double negative type right, deal like where it's working against them. Like they're hurting because they're not getting social interaction, but the thought and of, they're scared to, they're social scared to socialize wow. because of not having it. Wow. It's, it's, it's really bad right now. Wow. And so, you know, even though the metaverse is cool and it's wild and I'm not sure where it's going to take us, I, I think the the problematic side of it is it creates individual isolation to where we can just hunker down in our living room. <laughs> and never have to leave. I was even thinking of this the other day and I don't know who I was talking to, but like what if the metaverse is like, what that's the new universe like where right. you don't even have to go to work like you have a you work you remember, in the metaverse you remember dwight from the office yes. when he created that guy his, in his, the metaverse his, his extra life or whatever extra life and like that's how you go to work that's yeah. how you earn your paycheck and like you don't even have to come to a tangible real job right. you're just doing everything within the metaverse and i was thinking about that the other day i was like whoa i mean we we run the risk of completely cutting off human interaction right. altogether, which I think is extremely problematic because I think this is so important. Right. And uh, I think, you know, the, you know, not to make everything about the devil, but, you know, I think that's one thing that he was very successful at doing is like, if he can, that's why he doesn't like church and he mm-hmm. wants to keep us from church. Not only do we have a biblical commandment to go to church, it says forsake not the assembly of ourselves together. But when we go to church and religious, religious organizations, religious, and religious, religious. <laughs> <laughs> organizations, you know, regardless of what people believe, it's it's something that builds community. Right. And community is important. And community is important. And it helps us bridge gaps of our differences. And we begin to understand, like we said on the podcast, what unites us is stronger than mm-hmm. what divides us. And when you get rid of that uniting factor, that's when people within your own community become your enemies, mm. you know, and, and for no apparent reason, yeah. it's just, you don't know them and you have no fellowship with them. You have no interaction with them. And I just see like the dangers of it. And I'm very speculative, speculative. of the metaverse. Yeah. I think the, the thing that makes me concerned and that's a big deal obviously as well, but there is something intriguing about like, you can be whatever you want in the metaverse and you can do whatever you want to do in the metaverse. So I understand. It's like the purge. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Hopefully <laughs> not. I mean, I guess there probably is that sense, you know, team death match up in church guys. <laughs> exactly. So I understand that, but yeah. I mean, in the sense of like, okay, uh, I, you know, I'm only five, eight. I've always wanted to be six. So I'm gonna make my avatar six feet tall. And then I want to be, you know, golden tan all year round and i want to make sure that i don't have gray hair i want blue eyes you know like you can cater your own creation in the but at the same time it's not actually real so you'll never have real fulfillment it's a facade exactly but i feel like that is what the enemy the world that he's always trying to do you Mm. know what i mean he's always trying to extend this offer to you that seems so whole and and enticing but it just it's never got substance to it right i'm afraid for the metaverse in that sense if if people aren't careful with it they will put false hope in it or false security in it but it's never going to be like a real sense of it and you really run the risk of losing who you actually are exactly you identify with or finding out who you are or finding out who you are because you you begin to identify with this cgi or whatever it is and you and i don't know man the whole thing of it to me and i know i'm going to sound like the old dude who doesn't i feel like we've already we've already started this (laughs) i love technology i have all the things i love all the things too (laughs) i will probably get on the metaverse it sounds fun it sounds awesome I, i don't know i just i'm so 
like, because Wesley in, in the office has talked about it and you guys have talked about it. I'm, I'm like, I'm so freaked out about it. To me, it's kind of like Bitcoin. I'm just freaked out by the whole thing. You know well, what I mean? It's not and doing I just great right now. <laughs> I, yeah, it took a major hit on the chin. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like all that stuff just makes me so nervous because, okay, look, you have a metaverse, right? Well, my character can get hacked or I, I don't yeah. know. I feel so vulnerable and I just feel like it's, and it's not, and then you have people thinking it's real life. Mm-hmm. And it's not real life, but yet it's going to affect real life. And it's just, I, I, I struggle. Maybe you can help me. I struggle to find a positive with it. I think the, to me, the only way to make it positive is to not attach a hard, I guess, affection towards it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we, we, as a society, like if we do this, we have to say like, look, this should only be leisure. This should only be entertainment. Yes, I was this should say. only be for fun because... In that sense, like, what if someone attaches their life to this program, (laughs) to this this identity, and then they get hacked? They will lose everything. Lose everything in a minute. And then they will have nothing. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It's it's interesting because I think you're right. It's kind of like anything, really, you know, when it comes to video games. We mentioned video games. All this stuff has to be done as extracurricular, but it has to be understood. This is not real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that it becomes, I just, I'm super nervous about all of it, man. And I could go into like some wild conspiracy theories because I love conspiracy theories. (laughs) One of my favorite movies with Mel Gibson is called Conspiracy Theory. Have you ever watched it? I have not. Dude, it's so good. You need to watch that movie. (laughs) It's kind of older. Dude, I love conspiracy. I will go full send with every theory. I'm surprised you're not into it. I mean, I am into it. I'm I'm into it, but I think I'm I'm pretty, I mean, like aliens. I love conspiracy theories about aliens. I think that, you know, that's, there's, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what that, so those are fun, but. I just have a giant concern and it's like, once everything goes completely digital, what is actually legitimate? Mm Mm-hmm. Like if elections go completely digital, how can we prove the legitimacy of it? If all this stuff, and let's say like even the Bible, the word of God, once it goes completely digital, then it can be altered and it could, and we have no proof that it's being altered because there's no way someone has memorized the entire thing. This is not like Book of Eli where Denzel Washington has memorized the entire Bible, right? Have you ever seen that movie? I have, but I don't really remember it. <laughs> you kill me, he was the only. I know he had the only like last book left. Yeah, but it was actually blank. Oh, I don't see. I guess I really don't remember that <laughs> Spoiler movie. Spoiler alert oh, from gosh. a movie 15 years ago. Dang. Yeah, when they, they were like fighting because the they Bible. wanted it because it was like the last book of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the other books wow. had been burned and stuff like that. And so when they finally got it from Denzel, they thought they got this cherished possession. Oh, they opened gosh. it up and there's nothing in there. Wow. He was the book. Wow. He had memorized the whole thing. And so, which is really cool. That's insane. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a movie, obviously. Awesome. But, <laughs> I mean, obviously, old school days, the Jewish people, they had to learn the book of Torah by heart. Too. Yeah, but no one has this stuff completely memorized <laughs> cover to cover. So if it's all digital, then somebody can go in there and mess with it yeah, and manipulate like Wikipedia. it. Wikipedia is a disaster. You can go edit Wikipedia. Yeah. I love you know Wikipedia, I mean? though. And for that reason, you know <laughs> I mean, what I mean? I never edit. I mean, for the most part, Wikipedia is, you know, it's backed by, like, you know, they try to fact check it every but now and then. But who are these so tra- but called fact checkers? But that is true. Like, with Wikipedia, if you don't catch it at the right time, it, the edit can stay up there until someone catches the edit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it can have, like, a false thing on there until someone's like, hey, that's not right. He wasn't born there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know it's so weird, and I shouldn't feel this way, but even when I sit down in my own house and, like, I'm studying, I feel better when I have, like, my Bible there. Mm. It feels, like, more real to me, and I feel like God is speaking to me 
more directly when I'm actually reading the book instead of on my phone or on my computer. It's just something about it. The Word of God is alive and the, mm-hmm. the Bible is alive. And I just feel like I miss that when I'm trying to read scripture sure. on my phone. I mean, I still do it all the time. Absolutely. I pull up the Bible app. I do all that stuff. But I just, I'm, I have major, major suspicions to where I could see the world and the devil using this metaverse as a tool to manipulate God's word and just kind of steal uh, the authenticity of Mm. Christianity through these devices and no one would ever really be aware of it. Well, I feel like it's like with the metaverse and the fact that, you know, in theory, if you were able to do this, it's like the the options are endless. You can do whatever you want. Then you can truly be happy. Mm. And you can truly, like if you, if you chase after this, you'll truly have everything you ever need and you can have everything you ever want. You can have the house that you want. Right. You can have whatever, Car. whatever spouse you want, yeah. whether she's real or not, you know, you can make it, yeah. you know, and I think that that is where it can become dangerous because then it becomes an idol, right? you know, and, and essentially that is where it becomes bad and yeah. sinful and yeah. wrong because yeah. you're putting your hope and your trust in something that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> you know? And that truly can't bring you happiness right. either. There is that, that, <laughs> that. You can't play Fortnite forever, Robert. I, I can and I will. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> but I feel like there is that. Catch Robert on the metaverse playing Fortnite for the rest Still of his life. Still <laughs> will, dude. Well, imagine when Fortnite becomes virtual. Okay, but see, that's, that's going to be wild. That's, that's the kind of stuff about metaverse that'd be cool is like, I, want, I would love an immersive experience of video games. Yeah. But I still want to live my life. You yeah. know, I still want to like see my children and and touch my right. children. You know, I, I, think I don't I, want to meet up on the metaverse and have a fake right. hug that I can't feel. You and Roman and Kai on the metaverse. It's like, hey and guys, let's watch a movie together. Sitting on the right metaverse. next to you, right? They're on the couch, but y'all have helmets on oh and stuff like that. Gosh. That's where we're headed, man, and it freaks me out. You know what I mean? What's kind of crazy is like when you watch a movie from. 1980 or 1990, and it's like year 2022, and it's like all technology and stuff, and I'm like, we're here right now. This is so weird. You know what I mean? (laughs) It creeps me out. And then it also creeps me out because I firmly believe that a lot of stuff that's in movies is already stuff that's going on. We're just not privy to it. I think the government's already got all the tech. They've already got it. They already know. They have to. They've got to be like 10, 15 years ahead of what we're actually seeing in movies, which just kind of wrecks my mind. But back to the point of what we're talking about. I think there's this unicorn out there that people are always pursuing, the unicorn of happiness. And they always the put unicorn. it, because you know unicorns aren't real, and you, you can't catch them or whatever, you know what I mean? It's this mythical creature, yeah. and it's like Charlie the Unicorn. <laughs> but it, I, I feel like people are always pursuing the next thing, mm-hmm. and they're always thinking that next thing is going to make mm-hmm. me happy. Uh, I'll get married, and marriage will make me happier. Yep. Or I'll get this job, and this job will make me happier. I'll go to this college, and this degree will make me happy. And it's a pursuit of materialistic things or whatever that's going to make us happy, and none of that stuff ever can make us mm-hmm. happy, because... I believe that our happiness is tied up in finding out who we are. And the only way to do that is to get lost in God. And so you could say it this way, your happiness is directly connected to your creator. Mm. And when people start supplementing these other things in pursuit of happiness, it just pulls us further away from the individual that truly makes us happy, which is God. And it's like all this stuff to me, which I have my pride, I play Fortnite, I sure. do all this other stuff, and not saying that stuff is bad, but all this stuff is genuinely just distractions mm-hmm. from us pursuing him. Yeah. You know, and we're supposed to do stuff to have fun and enjoy life, like right. play video games. And But you said everything in context and making sure it doesn't become an idol. Mm-hmm. That's not my sole pursuit. Right. You know what I mean? I play video games after I've pursued him. Yeah. I, I do this stuff after I've pursued him because my happiness, and the devil's done a good job at making people think, 
no, just do this and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been doing it since the beginning with Adam right. and Eve. Just eat that and then you'll truly be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but God said not to. Yeah, because he doesn't want you to be happy. And that's a big lie that right. you know the world still tells us. Yeah, God doesn't really want you to be happy. So run away from religion. Run away from Christianity. He doesn't really want you to be happy. You don't need him to be happy. But yet he's the very individual that will make us happy. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that... Uh, I came across the other day that was actually kind of cool. Uh, there was a guy on TikTok. I wish I could remember who he was because I'd love to give him credit, but I can't. <laughs> but he was talking about how, like, you know, we really only have control over our now. Like, this present mm. moment is, like, like you don't have control over future you. I mean, you, obviously your decisions, but, like, you thinking about the future and you meditating on what could be or what mm. I could have doesn't really do anything for you other than you're just thinking about it. Even like meditating on the past doesn't do you get either. Focusing on the now Mm. and what you're doing right now is the most important thing you can do because that's really the only thing you have control over. Mm. And so I was thinking about that, you know, with Matthew 6, he's like, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own worries. (laughs) Just worry about today. Just think about today. And like, I feel like if we just focus on the now Mm. and what God is doing in our life now, that's the stuff that can give us the true happiness yeah. because we're not thinking about what could be. Right. We're thinking about what I have now. Yeah, and sometimes focusing about what could be or what I'm going to have in the future can lead to real depression in right. the moment because you're like, dang, I don't have any of that right. stuff. Right, you're thinking you know too I mean? much and about so that and what away. it is now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not good. It's not healthy. It leads down to a road of like so serious self-pity, and it can just be very, very discouraging. Now, we're supposed to have vision, and we're supposed to have goals and all sure. that stuff. But I think there's definitely something to be said about enjoying the journey on the way to your destination. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can do that is living in the now. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to take each day and make the most of it. And like you said, well, tomorrow's not here yet. Yeah. And yesterday's gone. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't have either one of those. Yeah. So what do I have? I I have have right now. now. And so that's really good advice. And focus on the now and figure out how to make right now the best that it can Mm -hmm. be. And then that'll affect your tomorrow. Right. And make it the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. But all you can do about tomorrow is focus on now. Yeah. That's so confused. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> that gun was that like Charlie Day where he's like. He's putting all the formulas on the wall and stuff like that. So, yeah. I don't really know how that relates to the metaphor. Well, it's just interesting stuff because I think lots of times, you know, we get so we're looking for the metaverse and we think, you know, how's this going to change society? How's this going to change my life? How's it going to do anything? Well, you can't be concerned about that. Just focus on right now. Mm -hmm. And when it gets here, we'll deal with it when it gets here. You know what I mean? Um, And don't be scared about the metaverse right now. I am. And you can't change my mind about that. I'm going to be scared about what's happening now. (laughs) Well, the metaverse isn't here right now. Uh, but I also, you know, just to get back into conspiracy yeah, law up here go. on the Flat podcast, Earth. you know, the Earth is flat. Oh no, my I'm gosh! <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, you can't prove either he one. Said I don't know. <laughs> oh no. He said oh no. But you know, I just I'm 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 concerned because even like when it comes to something like the metaverse, you it's it's it, conspiracy, Rob. Here we go. You're like putting you're giving singular control to singular entities, Mm -hmm. which makes me nervous as crud. Because the only singular entity that I want to have control over my life is God. Yeah. Because he's the only one that I know will always have Robert's best interest at heart. He'll be watching for my future. He'll be watching out for my now. He'll be watching out for me when I make good choices and when I make bad choices. He's always in my corner. 
And I just don't trust humanity with that kind of power. Well, I was even thinking about it the other day because we we referenced it a couple weeks ago on our Toxic Tweets episode mm. uh, where we were like the biggest troll move ever with Elon. He just deleted Deletes Twitter. Deletes it. Gosh, but, that'd be so brilliant. But I was thinking about it. I was like, it would be really messed up if he did because there's people that actually work for Twitter, you know, that have invested their lives <laughs> into this true. company. Yeah. He just deleted it. They just deleted their whole oh, career. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in that sense of like if we put our trust in this metaverse to be our life, which I think we already referenced mm-hmm. this earlier. It's like we—that's so scary. It you is. know what I mean? Like we we could not, should not get to that place to where our life is on this platform because right. if an EMP strikes, mm. you know what I mean, or if like the power, if the internet goes out, you know right. what? Like there's so many variables. Some, there is so some many drastic, variables. some not. But it's like your life is on this thing. You're yeah. putting this trust in this thing that may not be here tomorrow. Right. Right. And it goes to the point that I feel like we make all the time on the podcast. This is why we build our life upon the rock. Right. The one that is lasting. The one is going to stand the test. That has already stood the test of time. And the reason he stands the test of time is because he is true. Mm -hmm. He is truth. Right. And so it's we make ourselves more vulnerable than we need to be when we build our lives on things that are so unstable. Mm Because like Twitter, you know, that's a very good example. If he would have just hit delete and those guys have built their life on that. Now, you know, I've, I, I, I sure, love what yeah, I do. Absolutely. I love my career. But if Cornerstone closed its doors tomorrow, I'm not going to, I would be, you know, there would be emotions that sure. went with it. But ultimately, my life is built on Jesus. And yeah, I would yeah. just be like, all right, well, that season of my life is over. It's on to the next thing. My <laughs> life has been built yeah. upon the rock and this isn't going to shake me. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm going to be okay. But somebody who's built their life on like, okay, Twitter is my life. Right. <laughs> then I mean, Elon Musk hits the delete button. Their whole life is now ruined, mm-hmm. you know? So we have to be careful what we build on mm-hmm. and how we build our lives. And the only way to do that in our assessment is on Jesus Mm -hmm. because he's the only consistent one. He's been proven over the years to be consistent and he's been proven even in my life to be the only one that genuinely looks out for me Mm -hmm. at every turn all the time. And he'll never press delete. He'll never press delete. <laughs> Sometimes he'll give me a good reset. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. When my computer gets fried, he's got to yeah, yeah. control alt delete and refresh some stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? Is that even still a thing anymore? Control alt delete? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I use a I Mac. Use, so exactly. I mean, I We're all on Macs. I have no idea if it's still a thing or not. But yeah, yeah it's just, you know, all of us would just, it would, it would behoove, behoove us to build our life on something that is stable. Yeah. And I believe the only thing that's truly stable is Jesus Christ and the Word of God. And you build on those two things, then all these other issues like the metaverse and Twitter and this and that, they'll come and they'll go, but we'll be consistent. Amen. And steady and true. I think the thing that maybe we just want to, I don't know, end on or circle about or whatever is just I think for whoever's listening circle today about. maybe just focus on the now focus on what you've got right now Do and it. how can you build yeah. your life further upon Jesus today mm. than you did yesterday you know don't think about what you could build your life on tomorrow mm. or what you could wrap your brain around tomorrow, however you want to look at it. But like, what can you do better in the now to appreciate what God has done yeah. for you or what God is doing for you in the mm. now? You said something right there. Appreciate what God has done for you. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of like, you know, y- you build your life the same way you build a house. Like, it, you know, you just do it one brick at a time. Mm-hmm. You build your life one moment at a time. 
You know, just take it moment by moment. One now moment. One a, now moment. You know, making a shirt. Now I mean, moment. there's a plan to build the whole house. But Absolutely, there is. You've got to right. focus on each individual mm-hmm. step one at a mm-hmm. time. You can't just throw a bunch of bricks all at once. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to be careful with it. Yeah, and you can't start building the brick walls till the foundation's laid. So there is a process exactly. in it, and there's a process in God, too. And so focus on the now. Focus on the process he's giving you to do right now, whether it's high school, whether it's career, whether it's family. Focus on the now and let God build your tomorrow. Oh, I like that. Focus on the now and let God build your tomorrow. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Is that where we're going to end it? Okay. (laughs) I like it. All right. Hope you guys got something out of this good talk today. We love you all. We'll see you guys on the next one. Next one. Bye. Bye.